Welcome to NinjaCast, a photography podcast powered by Studio Ninja, the world's highest rated business management app built specifically for photographers. Listen and learn as the most successful photographers on the planet share their knowledge to help you transform every element of your photography business. Here's your host, Sally Shaw. Okay, guys, that's everything from me today. Thank you so much again to Barker for coming and joining us on the show and talking all things newborn and maternity. If you'd like to see the show notes, you can head to www.studioninja.co forward slash episode 95. As always, please don't forget to rate us on the podcast platform that you're listening on. A little bit of love goes a very long way. I'll see you next Hi, Barker. How are you? Hi Sally, I am doing very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, stuck in the office today. It's been a busy, busy day, but I'm excited to be chatting with you this afternoon. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me here. It, it's 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 a pleasure talking to you. Amazing. So for our listeners that might not have heard of you, can you give us a little bit of background? Take us back to where you first started out. What brought you into the industry right through to today? All right. So uh, photography to me is is a passion. I've been doing this as a hobby for like close to 18 years right now. I was very young when I got my first camera, but never with the thought of becoming a professional photographer one day. Mm -hmm. By education, I am an MBA and an engineer. I've worked into corporates for five years. I was into sales and business development, but this was solely my passion, which I've turned into full-time profession. And uh, Yes, long story short, here I am. I have a beautiful studio in Gurgaon and I just shoot uh, maternity, newborn babies, one-year uh, kiddos and family shoots. Yeah, so that's that's what I do currently. There's a lot of difficult, difficult clientele to work with there, isn't there? Newborns, babies, toddlers. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. You got it so right. And it is tough. Uh, but but it it has its own joy and I guess that is what uh, brings me to this genre again. Absolutely. So I mean, going back to before you were a photographer, talk me through your background. Um, you know, how did you end up falling into photography? Did you fall into it? Was it very much planned from your perspective? Uh, so I was doing really well in my corporate job and my promotion was due. I was super happy. But then th- there was something which was missing. I just feel as a person, I'm a very creative person. And I just felt I'm doing injustice to my creativity. Then one fine day, it was like, why not photography? Mm. All right, photography, but I do not have a degree. I do not know how to earn money. How do I pay my bills? And uh, so that was when I started freelancing alongside with my job. So almost in year. Uh, I have freelanced, I did weddings, I did portfolios, I did e-commerce, I did maternity and newborn just to figure out that what genre I would love to shoot. Mm. And after that one year of thorough research, I was like, no, yes, this the I can definitely make a career out of photography. And, and that's how I decided that it newborn and maternity is something which I would really love to do. Absolutely. And do you feel that, you know, coming from a corporate background, did that help you? Did that hinder you? I mean, maybe from the business side of things, it was a little bit better. 
for our business uh, yes exactly i guess you said it very right uh, coming i had an mba degree and i uh, had been into sales and business development so this really helped me set up my business and scale it up very soon mm-hmm. however something which i always wanted to learn more was on the photography part uh, i just felt that the photography industry it has started to open right now uh a lot more during these beautiful events like wbpi and everything coming up in here but initially when i was starting out and here in india it was uh, the, the struggle was real for me to learn all right which prop to buy which gown to buy which lights to buy yeah. so that was something which i learned and i have always been a hustler uh so yes starting from scratch in photography but business gave me an edge and uh, i guess the combination of those made me a success Absolutely. So, I mean, you said you tested out various different genres in in photography. What made you settle on babies, newborns, maternity? I guess uh, as as a, I am uh, from the very start, I am an emotive person. I have always loved babies, uh, and this genre that that there's something more than just clicking a pregnant mom. I always feel that when someone is pregnant, she's carrying a life within her. So for me, the agenda was: Can I bring that life into my photograph? Can I capture that emotion which a couple is going through? I always tell all my clients that when a baby is born, so are a mom and a dad. from a husband and a wife you turn into a mom and a dad which is a big thing and i just wanted to capture those emotions into my photographs and that was it that was the brief of it and uh, so this was maternity and for newborns th- there's nothing as pure as a newborn there's nothing as real as holding a baby mm-hmm. of course it has its own challenges you being a new mom <laughs> you would know for yourself absolutely but, but it's it's beautiful and these pictures are priceless the picture when your daughter would be like say 2 days old 3 days old 4 days old Th- those she, she won't be this tiny again and you won't be pregnant again with the same baby you can be pregnant with the second baby third baby fourth baby not this one mm. so it, it's something which is very 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 special and i just wanted to you know create these stories for all the couples and uh, that's what made me settle to this genre Amazing. Well, obviously you're very very experienced and very good at what you do. So, I feel like I'd be doing a disservice to our, our listeners if I didn't ask you what your top tips were, you know, what did what do our listeners need to be doing and making sure that they're doing if they're shooting newborns. Uh, especially in newborns, I just my top tip is uh one be confident and second understand the baby i just feel a huge shift happened in my newborn photography when i started listening to the babies and when i say listening to the babies it is not that uh, uh, listening to them crying but they are always trying to communicate something to you when you will hold a baby just look at the baby just understand say for example if you're trying to wrap the baby the photographer would be fast oh my god the client is here i'm not able to wrap the baby the, the he, he'll be just trying to do that and the baby won't let him do that mm. then why is it so 
take a second, maybe uh, look at the baby, talk to the baby. Is, is the baby gassy or is he really having trouble uh, you know, with the colic or something? So just have that emotive connect with the baby, give its own due time. That would work. Second tip is always practice your craft. So even before I used to do uh, initially, very initial of my sessions, I had a doll, uh, an old rag doll. I used to take that and I used to wrap wrap the doll, place it the way I would. Even before my sessions, I would write down my workflow. I still do. And I, I would write down my workflow. All right, I'll start with the red. I'll go with the white. I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. So that is what makes it clear in your head. Because when you're interacting with a baby, the last thing you would want is, all right, I was supposed to do green after this. Where's my green backdrop? Let me go run and get the green backdrop. Until that time, the baby cries. Yeah. So you have, you have to work fast. <laughs> a lot of patience and love and preparation and practice is, uh, I guess these are a lot of tips. But yes, this I, yeah. is as, uh, you asked me for one tip, I told you like, I guess three, four, but yes, this is something which would definitely change the game of newborn photography for anyone wanting to do it. Absolutely. And then, I mean, not part of our plan necessarily here, but how would you then, um, you talked very briefly there about preparation and your workflow and, you know, having a, having a real path that you will go through in your, in your sessions. Talk to me a little bit more about that. How's that developed? So, uh, yes. So, uh, of course, uh, everything depends on to the age of the baby as well. Say, for example, if a baby is 15 day old, my workflow is going to be different than a baby who would be two months old. Mm -hmm. I always have a proper, proper workflow. Uh, so say, for example, I always start with a beanbag. All right. I would swaddle the baby first in a white layer and then do the baby on the beanbag. Since the baby is swaddled on the beanbag, can I do the baby in a bowl with flowers on it on a white backdrop mm -hmm. all right so now my white is done can I just change so my something which is always going in my mind is what can I do uh, with least effort of me disrupting the baby and get maximum variations for my clients because mm -hmm. for my clients I want to maximize the variety in my portfolio of course uh, makes sense to me as a photographer makes sense to the client so that they get variety so maybe I can add a pink headband and a pink flower. Next, I can change. I won't change the base wrap, but I would change the white to a red, bring a red backdrop underneath, mm -hmm. then put a red wreath over the baby so that I just maximize my variations. All being said and done, one thing which is very clear and I tell all my clients is nothing happens at the discomfort of the baby. For me, something which is most important is the baby's comfort. And I've had my sessions wherein the babies were crying and I've delayed, I have waited for like maybe an hour or two also because they would have had a severe colic attack just for let it to pass. Uh, but nothing happens at the cost of baby's comfort. Mm, so, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think when you're working with little ones that small, you have to kind of go with, with where they're at, right? You know, if they're, like you say, they've got colic or they're, you know, they're hungry, they need a bottle. You've just kind of got to stop and let them do what they need to do. Exactly. And we always do that. We always accommodate that. Me being a mom myself, my daughter is 20 months old. So I definitely understand that. And one thing which I always hear from my clients is initially, uh, when they come, they would be they would be a little fidgety. All right, uh, we are handling over handing over our newborn to her. How would she take care? 
five minute tops and then they are uh, relaxing on the sofa with a coffee and a cookie and a foot massager which we've kept in our studio and they'll be like okay barkha you are taking care of the baby better than us please take care and have some sleep <laughs> i love that that's perfect when you when you're kind of your you know you're in your sessions your couples are, are sat on the sofa beside you you've perhaps got a baby that is just really not playing ball with you no matter how much you persevere you can't get them to do what you're hoping for them to do what do you do all right so then i take a step back uh, and just think uh, or maybe with the baby in my hand that what would be wrong uh, is it i honestly in the last 5 years of my career i have never had a session in which i haven't been able to create what i wanted to create mm-hmm. that should have thanks to almighty to help me with that uh, it has taken time maybe i just give it some time uh, in newborns colic is something which i have found out is something which always uh, disrupts maybe uh, the indigestion if the baby is facing some indigestion i always when i start i always try and burp the baby properly even if the parents tell me they have i try to do it again i massage the baby i try and do some cycling exercises to relieve that or else if they are carrying some medicine or something i just give it time or probably the baby is just wanting to be with the mom then i ask mom please take the baby let the baby relax we wait for 15 20 30 30 minutes at max uh, we we've done that as well as the parents please eat something uh, relax and then we again start the session and baby is always cooperate i just feel they are such beautiful little souls and if they are uneasy that means something something is wrong with them they would not want you to do your job it's just like the baby is really really troubled that's mm. when this would happen so just listen to the baby just understand and have positive vibes i just feel kids kids just have a very strong sense of uh, recognizing if the vibes are positive or negative or else if you have this thing going on in my mind oh my god why is the baby crying why are you crying stop crying i just want to take pictures for your parents or else or else your parents won't pay me if you have this going in your mind the baby can read it trust me the baby can mm-hmm. whereas if you just interact or do it with a lot of love that all right uh, what's wrong can you help me with this I I just that make I just feel that makes a ton of difference mm. to to me it has I I just uh, hope that's making sense to yeah uh, for sure well. absolutely so for our listeners that you know maybe they've been in business quite a while in doing children newborns families maternity maybe they're just starting out it sounds like you give your client clients quite quite the experience you know they've got foot massages they've got food they've got sofas to lounge about and sit on so. Talk to me about how you plan that client experience. How you make sure that your clients go away thinking, "Wow." Yeah. So this is something which is the core of our brand. Our brand, uh, I uh, it it stands for the name Memories by Barkha. Why? Uh, because we are creating memories for a lifetime. And when we do that, a a, a lady who's just delivered or who's just about to deliver, there is a lot which she would go through, or she would have gone through that experience. All i can do as as uh, as her photographer is just make her feel comfortable so the moment we do a touch base with our clients we 
ensure that they have a very seamless experience. Uh, our studio, we've done up our uh, studio more like a home. The interiors are designed like home so that she doesn't feel that, all. oh my God, I'm just taking a 15-day-old baby and I look like my eyebrows are grown or I have not uh, even gone to the parlors and sages. <laughs> so she should just feel in her own element. She should feel beautiful. She's just delivered a life. Mm. and uh, we've just take, tried to you know incorporate these small things like a foot massager I've always seen delight in my clients eyes oh my god you have a foot massager where is that I want to use that <laughs> or just coffee in silence wherein I'm taking care of the baby and if they can enjoy a coffee and a cookie or or some snacks I just love holding all kinds of teas and snacks for my clients uh, to the point we deliver the images, we just ensure it is seamless. And this is something which really, really helps the clients. And they just say that, no, it's the, the brand line which goes with uh, me is that it's not just a shoot, it's an experience. And you really have to go through it in order to experience uh, what we offer. Absolutely. I love that. For our listeners that are looking to do something unique, you know, that's essentially what you've built is these this unique yeah. experience for your clients. How can our how can our listeners take that and make something unique for themselves for their business? All right. So when we talk about doing something unique, there are two factors to it. One is doing something unique in your own body of work. Mm. So when you really want to do that, so ask yourself who you are. What is it that inspires you, or what is it that you resonate with a lot? Like if you would check out my work for newborns, I would use flowers a lot. My concepts are very, uh, uh, very uh, not 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 very edgy, not very bold colors. They are subtle. They are uh, just very angelic and very uh, cotton and feathers. That is what inspired me and that is what led me create my work of newborn like that when it comes to maternity my work is bold my work is edgy I am a so-called feminist (laughs) no one heard me (laughs) so I, I just feel in women empowerment so I wanted to portray all my mom as bold as fearless as powerful and when you see my work these are not not models these are just regular moms and when I click them I just ensure I have those elements in me high fashion maternity bold shadows or bold colors that is what inspired me Mm. magic something which I am inspired by a lot I am inspired by the play of light and shadows so that is what helped me create my work and my portfolio like that so to my to our listeners we would I would just say ask yourself that who you are as a person and create your style then uh, say so for example if you were to ask me tell me five words which inspire you as a person write them down and see if you can bring all of those elements in your work and in the experience you provide to the clients mm-hmm. so I always since initial uh, time my friends always uh, taught me as I, I Uh, Since the very start, my uh, friends told me that I'm a very humble person, that I'm a very creative person, that I'm a very loving person. And I just bought that entire persona into my brand. And that is what integrates a lot with this. Say, for example, if someone is very outgoing, very outspoken, very extrovert, these might not be the things they would want to provide in their brand and which is perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. So just ask who you are because... Once you establish your brand, it it is your persona which is going out. So just work along with that. 
I love that. That's perfect. It's it's kind of working out who you are before you're working out who your business is. Exactly. Exactly. Amazing. If our um if our listeners could kind of, you know, pick your brains a little bit further and you could look back in your in your past and think, you know, if I could do all this all over again, is there anything I'd do differently? Is there anything you'd change about what you've done? All right. That's that's an interesting question. Let me think. <laughs> uh the answer is no nothing mm-hmm. not nothing i would not change anything i've been a hustler as i told you i've hustled a lot there were times when i was just starting off uh i did not even when i started off i did not even know what a studio strobe is i had never seen a studio strobe in my life i was like all right how does this thing work when i got my first light i was like oh my god how does this work or yeah. what are the settings in the camera and right now even if you would ask me in midnight okay barkha can you do a shoot and i would be like yes i can <laughs> tell me who the person is <laughs> so uh and there there used to be times wherein i uh, used to stay at part of a city my shoot used to be in another part of the city i used to take a subway in here okay uh, pack up everything all my bag light camera put it in the subway get down there take a metro uh take an auto and then reach there just because i did not have enough money to pay for a cab for uh, uh, for such a long distance yeah there i've come in here just one thing which always helped me was uh positive manifestation just be positive about yourself positive about uh, about your business your thing and i i guess be prepared because opportunity only comes to those who are prepared and that's when the magic happens when the preparation meets opportunity isn't it absolutely if our listeners would like to get in touch with you they want to chat with you some more after listening to your podcast today how can they do that i would love to interact with uh, each and every one of you uh, you can follow me uh, on instagram uh, my handle goes by the name memories by barkha you can email it to uh, email your questions to me and i'll be uh, more than happy to answer again the email goes by the same name memories by barkha at gmail.com my website goes by the same name or we are on youtube as well uh, so yes i keep on uh, putting some cute uh, behind the scene videos on youtube and coming up with my teaching videos very soon on youtube so yes that's where our listeners can uh, catch hold of me fantastic well barka thank you so so much for joining us it's been a pleasure to have you on the show and hopefully we'll meet each other soon thank you so much sally it was it was a pleasure and uh, can't wait to meet you soon sometime fantastic thanks again see you later bye bye Okay, guys, that's everything from me today. Thank you so much again to Barker for coming and joining us on the show and talking all things newborn and maternity. If you'd like to see the show notes, you can head to www.studioninja.co forward slash episode 95. As always, please don't forget to rate us on the podcast platform that you're listening on. A little bit of love goes a very long way. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of NinjaCast brought to you by Studio Ninja. Beautifully designed and super easy to use, Studio Ninja will help you manage your leads, clients, shoots, invoices, contracts, workflows, and so much more. To learn more or start your 30-day free trial, go to www.studioninja.co.